This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, some quick announcements. We're so excited to announce we will be guest hosts at Podcast of Palooza in Palm Springs, June 3rd to 6th, and Pod Bash at Secrets Resort in Kissimmee, Florida, October 13th through 17th. You can find all the information at foreplay.com slash events. That's the number four, O-U-R, play.com slash events. Hopefully you guys will be able to come to these two hotel and resort takeovers where we can party all together and also get to hang out with a bunch of your favorite lifestyle podcasters. If you're able to come, we'd love if you book using our links. It really helps us out and helps support the show. Also, we're starting a YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe at foreplay.com slash YouTube to be notified when our videos get uploaded. We'll have videos and vlogs such as nine things we wish we would have known before becoming swingers, newbie swinging guide, swinger bag and party essentials, what to wear to an insert theme here, swingers party, and much more. Again, that's number four, O-U-R, play.com slash YouTube. Now let's get into the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Four Play Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. We are so excited to film this Temptation review podcast for you. We just got back. It's This is the next week. And yeah. Literally one of the best weeks of our lives. One of our favorite vacations we've ever taken. And just in general, one of the best weeks of our lives. Spoiler alert, we already booked again for Temptation Cruise 2023. So if you want more information about that, go to foreplay.com slash events. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash events. If you guys are going to go on Temptation, if you do follow that link and you book through us and use our link to book, it really, really helps us out. It makes no difference cost-wise for you guys. But it just helps us keep being able to create this content. It just really helps support the podcast a lot. So if you guys are going to go, we really do appreciate if you book through our link. And again, that's foreplay.com slash events. And if you're going to go, we're going to add you to our private Discord chat where you can talk to other people who are also going on the same trip as you. And we'll have meetups and we'll hang out. And we're also going to be on the third floor on this ship. So it's on the third floor, third deck at the back of the ship. So if you want to book around us, that's where we'll be. And we are so excited and we hope to see lots of you guys there. So now let's go ahead and go into the review. First thing, we got to meet so many listeners on this trip and people that came up and said nice words about the podcast or they listened and we had people come up and say that they had used some of our advice from from the last uh, bliss review that helped them out on this cruise and so it was just so great meeting every single one of you that listens that came up and said hello or said they watched the tiktoks or however and that is always the biggest highlight of any event for me for you mm-hmm. is just getting to meet anybody who's a listener and I don't know. It was just, it's just always so special. So thank you for everyone who came up and said hello or whatever it was. We just truly from the bottom of heart really appreciate the support and you saying hello because it, it means the world. We do this podcast, I mean, for us too, but really we do it for you guys and for our listeners. And so whenever we are able to meet you face to face and just like give you a hug and hang out with you and dance with you. It seriously is so fun. So that's why like we love, love doing this. We just love being able to share everything and help people and just knowing that it actually is making a difference for some people is like, the most heartwarming thing. We'll start with the pre-parties. We didn't personally attend any pre-parties, but they do have it. Mm -hmm. Temptation has a hotel. Well, not 
personally Temptations Hotel, but there is like a host hotel that you can book if you stay in Miami the night before. We personally just did an Airbnb because we knew we were gonna be partying for five straight nights. So we did it, we wanted to really relax that day before we got onto the cruise, but they'll send out an email about where the party is or where the meetup is, where you can do like a little meet and greet. And we feel like it wasn't necessary because you meet so many people on the ship anyway. I mean, I guess it's nice if you want to know people before getting on the ship, but definitely don't think it's necessary. Yeah, we did have some friends that went though and said it was really fun. And I said they met each other before and that's how they knew each other. So if you are, if you want that extra day just to talk to more people, it's definitely a good option because it sounded fun from what they explained. But like I said, we didn't personally go because the five days was plenty of partying for us. When it comes to CDC mandates for this cruise, this was February of 2022. So obviously things are changing constantly with this, but we did not have to wear masks when we were on the ships. The only time that masks were required was for the shows. And they had people that were standing outside of the auditorium or theater and they would pass out a mask. And so whenever you'd go to that hour and a half show, they did ask that you would wear a mask. But other than that, you were free to go as you please. You also do have to be vaccinated. There was no requirement for a booster at this point, but you did just have to have your last shot 14 days before you got on the ship. So that was- Well, the, at least 14 days yeah, before. Least, mm -hmm. But that Not, was the yeah. only CDC mandates that were kind of done during this cruise. You also had to have a- negative COVID tests within 48 hours or within two days of the sale date. Mm -hmm. And so you had to have those results, make sure it has the correct date on it. And that is what they check. So they'll check your passport or your birth certificate, however you're getting onto the ship, your vaccine card and your negative COVID test. Yeah. And then you get on the ship and then you are free to go. This event and this cruise i will say is one of the youngest groups of people that i've seen in the lifestyle altogether i feel like there was definitely a younger crowd younger vibe and the demographic that was older i feel like they were younger at heart i, I totally agree yeah it was definitely more a party vibe a think adult spring break and if you listen to our bliss cruise this is probably the biggest differ between the two is the type of demographic and party vibe at Temptation versus Bliss was more a little bit of an older demographic and there was partying but still was more chill as well. And we'll have a different podcast comparing the two, but just if that's something that you were wondering, I would say that's the biggest thing. This cruise also is not specifically a swingers cruise like Bliss was but it's very lifestyle open. We don't know the obvious numbers of exactly how many people were lifestyle and how many people weren't, but it did feel like a really, really large majority of people on the ship were lifestyle or at least lifestyle curious from the people that we met. The other difference as far as demographic, this cruise does allow single people, in general, single males, single females, which is a difference. So that's something else to kind of know about the demographic that's a little bit different. This cruise took place on the Celebrity Summit. Uh, Jason and I are really big vanilla cruisers in general, in addition to now also doing a lot of lifestyle cruises, but uh, we've actually never been on a celebrity cruise ship before. And this was so nice. I mean, amazingly nice, so modern. The, the bathrooms were like a marble type wall and it, it, it literally was so nice it was like the nicest ship we've ever been on there was 12 decks total 
the 12th deck was just like an outdoor deck, but so the ship itself wasn't like way, way, way too big. I feel like it was the perfect size for an event like this because you can get from one place to the other and you don't have to walk forever. There's not too many places that you could be. So you do run into the same people very, very often. The ship itself has 2,158 passengers or well, it can hold that many. We don't know the exact number of capacity. I don't know if it was completely full or not, but it seemed like a great amount of people. There was always, it, it wasn't too full. So there was actually always a place where you could sit at the pool. You didn't have to try to fight. Well, not fight, but you didn't have to try to search for a place to put your things. Yeah, it wasn't like a Black Friday thing where you're running the door, like trying to be the first one to get a seat. I feel like there was always a place somewhere around that you could sit, which I really liked. I liked the size of this ship significantly more because I personally like being able to be in the same location as people, meet people, see your friends over and over. It just seemed like it wasn't too overwhelming. The ship was, I thought, like a really, really perfect size for something like this. We love so many things about Temptation Cruise, but one of the really cool, unique things about this cruise is that the drink package was included. Yeah. You never see that on any normal cruise either mm -hmm. and on the other lifestyle cruises it's not included so it's something that you have to pay extra this is just included in your final price that you pay and it is so reasonably priced too and it made it really nice and easy because everybody had a drink package and so whenever you were to go to the bars or anything like they didn't you didn't have to sign anything they just asked for your cabin number for inventory made you your drink and then you were good to go so everything was actually pretty fast it was really smooth um, the drinks were great you could order whatever you want they had uh high spirits i'm really i don't know the right terminology but they had like the expensive stuff and they had like, like top shelf top they... shelf <laughs> high spirits, high spirits. <laughs> we were in high spirits but i don't know <laughs> even if you don't drink alcohol the drink package includes premium like sodas and those kind of beverages too so you could have premium coffees that type of stuff so don't feel like you have to drink and i don't think that you could take that drink package off because it is just part of the vacation price as a whole but like we like like bella said i feel like for the price of the cruise plus the drink package i feel like it's very fairly priced I don't think they're trying to gouge you and charge too much for it. I feel like it is very fair price for what all this cruise includes for sure. And they made really good drinks too. And we'll talk about that kind of stuff more whenever we go into the food section of this review. But yeah, just know that that drink package was really great. We really like how this ship was set up for the pools and hot tubs. There was one pool deck and then there was also a solarium. So the pool deck, I feel like, was what was busiest during the daytime. It had two pools that were right next to each other. And then there was four hot tubs kind of surrounding all of them. The pool that was closest to where the DJ stand was, I feel like, got a little bit busier. And then I feel like the second pool was a little bit quieter. So you kind of had that option if you wanted to be more the party environment. You had that pool. Then you had the other pool that was a little bit more relaxing. The hot tubs all seemed to be pretty busy all the time. So all four of those were always kind of going and they were they were really, really busy, which I thought was fun because it made it really easy to make connections and just talk to people in like a nice environment. There was also the solarium, which I feel like wasn't as busy, but the solarium was always, there was always several people in there too. I think there was 
four hot tubs in there as well than one pool. That one is completely covered, so it's more climate controlled. So if it were to rain, which it didn't during this, but if it were to rain or anything like that, you kind of had an area that you could go to later at night when those when, so you could basically be in the pools most of the time. So the solarium was kind of cool for that if you were also looking for a little bit more of a relaxing vibe over that main party that was out in the front. The solarium was definitely more chill and there wasn't loud music in there at all. There was a lot of people reading. The chairs in the solarium or the lounges loungers were more cushioned so mm -hmm. it wasn't just a normal pool lounge which were really nice on celebrity in general anyway we didn't spend that much time in the solarium because we wanted to be where the party was but every time we walked in it was always much more a relaxing vibe this cruise is topless optional and not completely nude so you do have to kind of be aware of that there was a lot of topless people most of the time i know whenever we were in port and we were next to other ships that you had to have your top on if you were a woman then, but the rest of the time, it seemed pretty easy and pretty free if you wanted to be topless whenever, even when we were at the island, as long as you weren't parked next to somebody, it seemed like you could be topless. So a lot of people took advantage of that, which made it really, really fun. They also, a couple of the days, like whenever we were at Haiti, we were the only ship there. So if you got off the boat and you were at the beach, there was also topless people there, which was kind of fun. And that's because Royal Caribbean, who owns Celebrity, owns that island. Mm -hmm. So it's not like an open island in Haiti. <laughs> yeah, no. But it was nice for this crew since, you, since that island was owned by them and there was no other ships there. It was kind of fun to walk around and the fact that you could be topless on the beach. So it was really cool for the topless aspect of this one, which I really, really thought was fun. Club-wise, at during the daytime, there were the pool parties. There was a pool party every day. Usually started about 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock-ish, and would go probably into – we always left around 5, 5.30 at the uh -huh. latest, so we could go get dinner, get ready for dinner, all that. But it would go into, you know, 7 o'clock usually, and – the pool parties were always a, a DJ playing really good music, everyone's dancing, everyone's drinking, having a great time. And then at night, there were two nights, the first two nights, that there was a kind of inclement weather. It was raining and kind of windy. And so they wanted to have every party outside on the pool deck at night. But the first two nights, they did it in the Sky Lounge, which is the big club area on the 11th deck, mm -hmm. which was really nice nice i really enjoyed having it inside the only thing was it was really hot at points when everyone is dancing but i liked it being inside i felt like it was sexier when it was inside versus outside but i know that temptation really liked to have it outside and there's just more space but i feel like because there was more space when it was outside it was a little bit harder to find people and talk to people. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're in that big club area, and when I say big club, I mean, it was huge. Yeah, it was huge. And there was places in the very back where you could uh, be more chill. It was quieter, darker. And then you go to the, more towards the front area. I mean, it was like a really, really big area. So I don't know why they didn't want to do it in there as much, but. But they did the cruise or the, the party started off outside and then at around 1.30, I believe, they moved them into the Sky Lounge for like an after party. So they didn't keep the parties outside the whole night, even if they were outside at the beginning. So they were outside at the beginning from around 10.30 to 1.30. And then they would move that party to the Sky Lounge at 1.30. So every day they did do the indoor party as well. So it's not like it was always outside the whole time. So the first two nights, it was just indoor the whole entire night. And then last three nights, 
they did an outdoor party that moved to an indoor party, which was, it was cool. And it really was that if you wanted to go towards the outside, whether you were outside or inside, if you didn't want to be right around the big dance part, there usually was a place to sit and kind of chill and be a little bit quieter. And then as you moved more forward, there was like a really bumping type party all the time. So it was a good kind of combination if you want to be more quiet or a little bit really like party in. This ship had one playroom. They called it the Red Room and it was actually kind of right by where our room was, which it was really nice (laughs) for us. (laughs) And it had about 20 to 25 beds. It was really nice. You had to go in there as a couple or as a trio. So you couldn't go in there by yourself. You, there was no single female, no single men either. And every bed was kind of put close to each other and divided by sheer red and white curtains. And I feel like it was temperature controlled really well. I never felt too hot or too cold personally whenever we went. Since our room was right by it, we noticed that the rooms I think opened at 10 or I think it was 11 that the red room opened at around eight o'clock. It would be so cold in the hallways because they would really like blast the AC in that area and then by the time you were in there, let's say it was one o'clock, I felt like the comfortable or the temperature was comfortable just because of all the bodies and all of that heat that we're producing. So they really did a good job of cooling it off at the beginning. So that way when everybody was back there, it was a comfortable temperature. I felt like a very comfortable temperature every time we walked in there. And they closed about 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't open all night. There wasn't actually that big of a time that it was open, I'd say, but I mean, you know, you always got your cabin room, so. (laughs) You do have to also be aware that since this is a a smaller area, that there was usually a line later in the night. So you would kind of sit there and wait to get in. Well, stand. Yeah, stand. stand. And they they did have water rights outside of there and a few little snacks. So when you're waiting in line, if you were thirsty or whatever, you kind of had that nourishment. But there usually was a line to get in if it was after midnight But it didn't take us that long. The line moved, I feel like, pretty quickly. You also had to be in either lingerie or wearing a robe. So you couldn't go in in street clothes. You had to go to your room or they'll give you a bag. They kind of gave you a trash bag type kind of thing to put your belongings in just so you didn't lose it. But we recommend to just go back to your room, change into something less, and then you can go there so you have less stuff to deal with. And the Red Room was close to a bathroom, but it wasn't connected. So you did have to leave to go to the bathroom and they let us go in and out if we needed to. I think they prefer if you go in and out as a couple, but it wasn't required. If they saw that you were already in there and you told the person who was in the front that, hey, I'm just going to the bathroom. I'm going to come right back. Yeah, which I thought was really, really nice so that if your partner was still playing, you could leave for a second and come back. They also had towels right by the door. So if you were going to come back and you still left your robe or whatever, you could just grab a towel so you could run to the restroom really quick and came back. So I feel like it made for a really nice environment of being able to get in and out quickly, which which was really, really nice. Some of the beds were put together. There was maybe six of them in some of the areas all put together. So you could have like a bigger orgy type bed that was all put together and not had a space in between. There was also a really great team that was always working there. There's people really quickly changing the beds. They would come by and be like, oh, do you want this curtain shut? It was open. And they were just really, really helpful for getting everything cleaned up organizing everything there was little areas to wait and they would kind of find when a bed was free and be like hey this bed's free now so the team that was working there 
that was with Temptation did an awesome job keeping everything really, really organized and let people move smoothly without the headache of trying to rush and find a bed. I feel like it was very fairly done and they really, really helped to kind of move people in the direction you needed to be to find the bed that you were looking for. They had tons of different bars around the ship as well. There was the ones in the clubs, on the pool deck, there was the casino, there was a really cool coffee club, or not coffee club, coffee bar. So you could go get um, like espresso martinis and all of these fancy drinks that I don't know the name of, but they all tasted good and they were all included. So we tried a few of them and there, there were just so many different uh, options that you had, so much variety. And again, this is going to be the same ship that they booked for next year too. And so I'm really excited about it because it was really an amazing ship. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you ever been at a party? Maybe you're hosting a party and you want to spice things up. You don't quite know what to do to get there. Well, we have the perfect solution for you. We have a game. It's called Foreplay the Game. It's a completely digital game. It's a perfect swingers icebreaker game. There's different cards. There's truth and dare. There's story time cards. There's different category cards. We have never have I ever conversation games. And it is a sure way to spice up a fun party. You can find that at foreplay.com slash games. Are you guys? looking for lifestyle clothing upside down pineapples milf clothes you name it we have it go to foreplay.com shop to find all of the best swinger and lifestyle apparel on the market if you're planning on going on a lifestyle vacation whether that be temptation cruise bliss cruise temptation resort desire resort etc or want to know where and what events we're going to be at make sure to go to foreplay.com events that's the number four o-u-r-p-l-a-y.com events using our link and booking through us the cost is going to be the exact same for you you can even use codes that you'll see on there that can save you money but it doesn't affect your costs at all and it just helps us a lot and it helps support the podcast and it helps us continue to make this type of content for you. Now back to the show. The themes that they had on this cruise was it started on Valentine's Day. So the first night was a Valentine's Day gala and everyone was dressed in. It was red, black, and white was the dress code color. I ended up wearing pink. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, that's still Valentine's Day. So everyone looked really nice. It was a pretty much a formal night. Mm -hmm. um, there were men in tuxedos or, well, not tuxedos, suits and really, really pretty dresses from long dresses to cocktail dresses. And it was just whatever you wanted to make of it. And so that was a Valentine's Day one. There was an 80s night and a Midsummer's Night Dream fantasy theme. That one was a little hard, I feel like, to dress for. We ended up really liking liking what we wore and all of these things we'll post pictures we'll post pictures on twitter or follow us on instagram twitter at foreplay podcast instagram at foreplay podcast or jace always posts a lot of pictures and um, his instagram is at hey jace b and mine is at hey bella luna so if you follow us on our socials you'll be able to see the type of outfits that we wore to all of these events that was more like a fantasy type think um wood wooden forest nympho that somebody was dressed like that and they said or they had these little like lingerie on and then these ears and a lot of people had flower crowns and that's what they said and I was like that is the perfect type of 
name for that. And so think like florals, that kind of stuff. Some people did fantasy things. So there were people dressed like Star Wars, that type of thing too. And so that one was an interesting one. We don't usually see that one, but that was one of the ones on this one. There was a lace pajama night. And so some people just wore normal pajamas. We had people in onesies and most of the women just wore lace lingerie in general, uh, all different types of colors. You saw a lot of blacks and reds. And then there's glow night. Pretty much most of these lifestyle vacations resorts have some type of glow theme, which is always really fun. We recommend to get uh, glow paint. And so we had friends that got glow body paint from Amazon and they said it was really cheap. There was like seven, eight colors for 10 bucks or something like that. And I just used my makeup brushes and we drew stuff all over us and that really glue or glowed glued glowed under the glowed, yeah. <laughs> under the black light and for all of this stuff you know you can always shop at Shein I feel like we get a lot of things from there Jace even got most of his shirts and uh stuff for his outfits from Shein men or mm -hmm. Shein male wh whatever yeah. the the guy's part of Shein is or Romwe Hein yeah. yes <laughs> yes Hein <laughs> And then there were a couple day parties. So there was a pool party every day, but there were two that were themed. And one was a luau theme. So think tropical type, anything like that. And then there was a pink flamingo theme. So people wore stuff with flamingos on them or just wearing pink in general. So we really liked the themes. The themes were super fun. A lot of people dressed up for the themes. Again, we're going to go over this more in the Bliss versus Temptation Cruise video or podcast, but uh, I would say they went not as all out on Temptation versus Bliss, just so you have an idea. So we don't keep this podcast too, too long. We're going to split this into two parts like we did with the Bliss review. So we will come back next week with the second part that reviews everything else about this ship. And so be on the lookout for that. It'll come out one Wednesday after this. And so now we are going to go into Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. My weekly obsession is my new iPad. I got a new iPad Pro with the new pencil and all that. And I had uh, the older iPad Gen iPad Pro generation before this one. And that thing was dying. It would die while it was plugged in while I was using it. So I do a lot of like graphic design, drawing and stuff like that. And so I've really, really been liking it. And I'm getting more into productivity, just like self help, not self help, but just like self Improvement. Like self-improvement. Yeah. Self-improvement and just working on like my digital productivity and digital organization, as well as physical organization via space for, and like work and everything. And so I really love the iPad. And so we, we were using both Jason and I together because we share um, our calendars and everything. It's been so nice to just be able to open up the iPad or open up our phone or open up our MacBook and see everything there, um, color coded and everything. So I've really been liking that. So iPad and productivity. And my favorite show currently is The Originals. I don't know what it is, but every time that I go on a cruise, I always watch vampire diaries and i finished that whenever we went on one of our other vanilla cruises and then so i started the originals on um the last bliss cruise and so i started watching more of it on temptation and so i've been really really liking that i'm currently on season two and it's so funny because one of our friends that we've met in the lifestyle um who was on these cruises he reminds me of elijah from the originals and I don't know, he's hot, so. <laughs> My two weekly obsessions are for song. Jack Harlow has a new song called Nail Tech. I really like Jack Harlow. I feel like I like pretty much everything he does, and this song is no different. So Nail Tech by Jack Harlow is my song. 
And then for I don't know I don't it's not a show. I've been thoroughly enjoying watching Emma Chamberlain <laughs> on YouTube. I don't know what it is about Emma Chamberlain, but I just love her personality and her sense of humor. Also the fact that she's like 20 years old and has accomplished so much. It's really inspiring to like see what she's accomplished at such a young age. So it's really cool. I just like her content. It makes me laugh. I just love it. So that's what I've been like watching is her random old vlogs and stuff. So that's been kind of enjoyable. So that's what I've been watching lately. Thanks for listening to part one of our Temptation Review podcast episode. And we will see you guys in the next one. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. We have a bunch of different lifestyle events and resorts that we'll be attending and would love to party with you at them. Check foreplay.com slash events for a list of everywhere we'll be. And if you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Luna Free. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SCC at Foreplay, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!